It is the technology show where we translate geek into regular speak. I'm Brett Levy. I'm your host this week. So let's get on to the show. As always, uh, I've got some fun stuff to review. I've actually been playing with a, a new toy this whole week. Um, well, actually, a bit longer than a week, but uh, since the last show. Uh, let's bring up the slides. I'll get straight into it. So uh, with things with a Z. This week, I am talking about and or have reviewed chunker keys. So have you ever made a mistake on a Zoom or Teams call where you've pushed the wrong button or even worse, not muted or turned off your camera and then embarrassed yourself? I mean, we've all seen those memes that have gone around about some of the things that have happened online. Well, problem solved. Introducing chunker keys. Now, I've got two. There's actually, if you're watching the show, you'll see two pictures, and there's not much of a difference between the two. Well, actually, there's a lot of a difference between the two. Here's the one that I'm playing with at the moment. Um, I have got the Max as well. So this is the chunker key original. And if you're looking at the screen, uh, otherwise I'll describe it for you, the chunker key Max has three extra buttons. So it's got more features, and um, it's obviously a lot bigger. But as you can see, I mean, I'm trying to give you an idea of scale, right? These are pretty big buttons. I mean, the pictures on the screen don't necessarily do it justice. But if you need to leave a meeting, I mean, you, you're really going to find it hard to miss that one. So let's talk a bit more about Chunker Keys. You know, it's one of these products that when you build a product to do something and it just does it well. So um, if you take... <laughs> So I say, if you take, I was about to push the button, but I made sure that I've disconnected it because otherwise I would terminate this. I would terminate the show. So let's um, basically, if you look at how how um, chunk keys works, right? The Max, as I said, has more buttons. Now the three more buttons on the actual keyboard, but it comes with three more buttons as well, and you can swap them out. There's a cool little tool that actually looks like a bottle top opener. It's got this like little spike. Um, you can see it in red on the screen if you're watching, but it looks like if you imagine a little ring circle with a spike and you just put it under the keys and you can pop out the button. So the nice thing is you can configure the chunker keys any way you want. If you don't want the big leave meeting button along the top, move it to the bottom. Put the other keys there. If you want uh, volume up on the left and volume down on the right, so be it. There's no rules of where these buttons come. They arrive attached to the keyboard, but you are welcome to do it as you wish. And the three extra buttons were pretty cool. There was um, thumbs up, so someone's talking on the call, you just hit the button and up it goes. Um, there was, a, I think, a screen recording button, if I'm not mistaken, is one of them, and then like a comment button. So just yesterday, in fact, I was on a Zoom call. Um, I needed to share a comment with someone. Hit the button because I was using the Max. I was actually playing with that and it has the button. You can also pre-configure. I'll talk about that now. Well, let's, let's just advance the slides and I'll show you some screenshots. So um, it comes with its own software. Now, for anyone that A, can't load software, or B, has a machine maybe that you're not allowed to, like a lot of the work machines, don't worry. You can still use the chunk of keys. You don't have to use the software. The software enhances the experience. It lets you change the lights. It lets you reconfigure the buttons and, and let it know where it is. But there are ways around it. Um, I don't have any of those limitations, so I didn't try and do the, the, the harder way of installing it. I did put the software in. I did plug it in, it does work, and I've moved the buttons around and reconfigured and let chunk of keys know where it was just by confirming. Now, the other thing as well that's very cool with chunk of keys is that it actually lights up. Um, 
there we go i've got it on the screen as well so if you were if your mic is active it's got a green light underneath the button and if your video is being turned off it's got a red light that's what i've tried to show you here on the screen um, and you'll see a little window pops up that shows video with a line through telling you to start it and your microphone is not muted now this is important because i said at the beginning of the show we've all made that mistake where we haven't turned off our microphone or we haven't left or um you know i, I don't know maybe you you're doing things you don't want to do or but basically um you know maybe you need a burp I, like just quickly hit the button turn your camera off and have a burp um i don't know what pick your nose there's lots of reasons why you need to quickly turn off a button and if you've ever worked inside the actual native programs you've got to move your mouse you've got to find it you've got to find the button and click it take the chunk of key hit the camera button and camera's off so it's really really cool and as i said it's just it's one of those products that was designed to do something and it just does it well now um one of the other things that really drew me to Chunker Keys, and one of the reasons I wanted to play with it, is, as you know, I do a lot of work with the, the seniors in, this, in, in Australia. Um, I'm a director on ASCA, the Australian Seniors Computer Club Association. Um, so an oversized keyboard just makes it so much easier for them. They don't have to try and click little buttons. And, you know, you've got to realize after COVID, everyone is online. So, you know, your grandparents, if you're lucky enough to still have them, or just your parents, uh, if you're lucky enough to still have them, you jump on a video call with them, wherever they may be, especially when we're in lockdown, or maybe just internationally, we've now become quite used to it. And send them a chunk of keys. Like, they don't have to do anything. They can hit the camera button. They can hit the mute button. You know, when you – I'm, I'm laughing, but I know it happens to a lot of people. But when you go into a webinar specifically, like, everyone comes into the webinar on mute. So – I've done a few webinars when there's people there and they want to ask questions and you see them talking away because like with Zoom, if you've got your settings, the camera will automatically pan to the person that's speaking and they're on mute. So you can see they're on mute and they're talking away like that. Um, you can just say, they'll hear you. You can just say, hit the camera button on your chunk of keys or rather hit the, the microphone button on your, on your chunk of key. And you can also actually, as I said, you can reprogram them to do certain things as well. Think of it as a shortcut. So, you know, maybe you want to do, um, I don't know, a screen grab. Program it to do a screen grab. Put the controls in. So there's lots of things you can do with it. But if you buy the chunk keys just for the basic feature of being able to have Zoom calls or team calls or Google Hangout calls, whichever video protocol you use, um, it's quick, it's simple, and it's fun. Um, the reason I'm also playing with the small one and the big one got taken away from me because it had the play fast forward buttons. So Kate has kind of usurped it already because he can use that uh, as part of his streams. Um, so yeah, uh, chunk of keys, um, very cool product. As I said, it does what it was designed to do and it does it well. So there we go. If you do find yourself in a lot of Zoom calls and that, have a look. I think I've got it scrolling up on the screen. It's chunkakeys.com. Get one up there. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's got to do with President Weekend or something along those lines, but I think there was actually a special at the moment or promotional price. I don't really talk price on the show, as you know, so go have a look, chunkakeys.com, and maybe get yourself one. I do recommend the Max if you've got the extra money because it has got the extra buttons, but if you just want the basic, simple features 
of being able to have a video call with someone. And again, maybe if it is for an elder person, go with the original. It's more than good enough. Right. So that brings us to the end of uh, what things with a Z. And let's get on to tech news. So Mobile World Congress started, or Mobile World Conference, I'm not sure if they call it Congress or Conference anymore, MWC, started yesterday. I am super bleak that I'm not there, uh, but looking forward to reading through and watching all the keynotes over the next couple of days. I will do I will do a best of show. I always do. I mean, there's a couple of shows I do every year. Um, the CES one at the beginning of the year, the Mobile World Congress one, definitely. So here's a shout out to all the sponsors out there. If you would like to send me to Mobile World Congress next year, I really will not say no. I promise you. And I'll have to tear myself away from it. In fact, I'll come and do the show at your stand. So there's an offer to anyone out there. Uh, Ross, Zag, I know you've always got a stand out there. Love to come and do the show from there. Nudge, nudge, hint, hint, wink. Um, yeah, I just have to get over myself and 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 uh, make sure that I, I stay up to date on what's going on there and one of those wish you were here moments. On that note, and Alex and I have actually spoken about this before on other shows, the keynotes and the and the press announces from the different brands and that they, that um, happen over this time. If you're a techie, and I'm assuming you are because you're watching the show, it's really worth watching. Like you get to see some super cool stuff, product launches, um, things that are coming out. What you may or may not know, for example, is Nokia has changed its logo. It's quite a funky logo, and they've done it more about elements. And there's a whole thing about and some of the new handsets as well, some of the new features, um, a lot of fold out, folding phones, rolling phones, innovative phones, Google's up to all kinds of weird and wonderful things. They always are. Had a lot of fun in the past with the Android stand specifically. So go have a look, see. Um, yeah, watch out online. And as I said, I will do my best to do a, a show next week as well. Staying with mobile, can't help myself, um, Oppo has released its first foldable here in Australia. It's called the Find N2 Flip. It goes on sale from tomorrow, I believe. Um, I do hope to get my hands on one of these to actually play with. I've never played with a clam-shaped foldable before, so this could be quite a nice foray into it. One of the claims to fame, I believe, from reading one of the articles is that the screen on the front, so when the phone is folded, the clam's closed, um, the screen on the front is currently biggest in phone body ratio to screen size on the market. Um, it's not new. Um, Samsung's had this for a while. I think Motorola redid the Razer like this. Um, there was one other brand that came out with a foldable. I cannot think of who it is at the moment, be that as it may. So yeah, uh, if you are looking at a foldable phone, you want a bigger screen on the front, um, Oppo's generally a well-priced product. Have a look, see, I said maybe, uh, the boys and girls at uh, Oppo will send one over and we can have a proper breakdown and review of it. Okay, so this is an interesting story. Um, I'm actually going to read a quote, so we'll make sure I've got my stats right. So according to Op Optus, they did a survey, more than half of Australians value high-speed internet over having a clean house. In fact, it was 54%. And almost two-thirds would prioritize um, internet over their, over their weekly laundry, so 63%. Uh, I have to say I fall into this category. Um, so I'm hoping that Gail's not listening, uh, but given the choice to vacuum the house, clean the carpets, uh, do the dishes, I, I don't know what the definition of cleaning is, or high-speed internet, uh, maybe I think what it is is actually paying for the service, right? 
So paying for someone to come and clean your house or paying for internet speed um, or, well, laundry, I don't think you pay someone for laundry unless you're taking suits to be dry cleaned. But the bottom line is um, I would definitely fall into it. If someone asks me what's more important, high-speed internet or a clean house or, or clean clothes, probably going to have to go high-speed internet. And, you know, here's the survey, right? There's three of us living in the house if we discount the cats. If you asked Cade and you asked me, we would both say definitely internet. Gail would probably say the clean house and laundry. So two-thirds, right? It's an accurate survey. Now, to capitalize on this, the reason why I put it up and mentioned as well, Optus jumped on the wagon and said, right, now they're selling a product called Internet Boost and Mobile Boost. So if you're an Optimus, uh, op, let me try that again. If you are an Optus customer, um, you can get five free one-hour mobile boosts per month. Now, I am an Optus, Optus customer, so that's pretty cool. If, like, if I'm somewhere uh, running around and I need to download something and I've got lots of data, I could boost it uh, for an hour. And then if you want, you can pay $5 uh, if you've got NBN through Optus. So if you've got fixed line NBN at home uh, or work, I suppose, you could pay $5 and get a 24-hour boost. Now, if you – so let's take my house where this is really cool, right? Um, Kay's got his mates over for the night. They're going to be doing a gaming party. I can cop $5 and boost the NBN to as fast as possible. So he'll get a better gaming experience. I will probably still have a trickle of bandwidth left somewhere. So I can actually watch Netflix or Disney or something like that without being shouted at. So well done to them. There is a problem with calling it Internet Boost. Uh, there's a company called Boost Mobile um, who apparently has reached out in a very polite way to Optus and suggested they change the name. I don't know if they're going to change the name. I think they're calling it Boost in the sense of a verb. be interesting to see. I don't know if Boost Mobile is actually big enough to take on Optus. Uh, but let's see what happens there. If anything does progress on that story, I'll let you know. So Apple, who never appears um, at Mobile World Congress or, or any shows for that matter, you'll never see Apple at any show except for their own. And yet, biggest selling phone in the world and notebooks and everything else and biggest tablet and most watches. So is this saying you don't need to go to shows to sell the most or is this just saying we're so arrogant we don't have to be at the shows. Everyone's going to buy a product anyway. I don't know. But anyway, they won't be there. But there's a lot of iPhone 15 Pro rumors and leaks and that going around at the moment. Um, thinner thinner bezels um, than the 14 Pro. So the bezels, the, the, the black line that goes around your screen. Um, and uh, USB-C, which I talked about this actually last week. Someone asked me a question about whether they should upgrade to the new, uh, whether they should buy an iPhone 14 Pro or wait for the iPhone 15 and because of the USB-C and so on. And then we answer that. You have to go watch last week's show before I get back into that again. But the other big one as well is that they're talking about a rounded shape. Um, now, I don't think that image on the screen, if you're watching, is accurate. I think that's a mismatch of probably an old iPhone that's just been doctored to kind of, well, I needed a picture, right? And um, they've just put the new camera housing on maybe like an iPhone 6 or 8 or something like that. The point is, though, the rounded bevels, uh, bevels, no, not the bezels around the screen, or sides, um, that's quite interesting. I have definitely mentioned this before, and we were talking about it last night. Cade doesn't want to let go of his iPhone 11 because he hates the shape of the 12, 13, and 14. He doesn't like the squared off, I don't know if I hold up mine, the, you know, this flattened edge. He, In his words, it gives him um, PSD. PTSD from his 
iPhone 5 days because it wasn't cool to have an iPhone 5. Everyone had an iPhone 6. Kids. But he's quite excited about the rounded edges because now he and, – and straight away said, well, he won't upgrade to a 14 um, when his, his chief friend upgrades soon because if it does come up with round um, edges, he'd rather wait. So, uh, yeah, that's Apple. Now, Google, and I want to say, may have fixed one of the biggest problems in Chrome. I love Chrome. Everything I have is Apple. Uh, my Android phone is a Pixel. As you know, I use the Pixel 7 Pro. Um, I use a Chromebook when I run around. Uh, my business is on, on Google Workspace. So I'm not totally invested in the Apple ecosystem. Um, and there's various reasons for it, and I'm more than happy to talk about them if asked. But the big thing that kills me is Chrome. I love Chrome. I love the password managers of Chrome. I love the fact that all my tools are integrated with Chrome, but it is the biggest RAM gobbler in the world. And if you're gobbling RAM, then if you're on battery, your battery drones. Now, Chrome 110, which has recently been released um, and is releasing, uh, apparently has fixed this. Now, I did a screenshot. That is my Chrome settings that's up on the screen. I am on 110. And you can see that I've actually activated the um, the feature for, what do they call it, energy saving or something like that. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but what it's supposed to do is all the tabs that you have open that you're not using, it's supposed to put them into sleep mode. Uh, arguably, or maybe in Google or Chrome's defense, I never have less than 50 tabs open across three or four different browser pages. So I'll have a cluster of of, of um, Chrome pages for one thing. Just take the show, right? I've got show notes and comments. Um, I've got the actual show. I've got my presentation. So you'll see my eyes always moving all over. That's because I'm looking at all these wonderful things. Um, so I I do have a lot of tabs running. I mean, I really do have a lot of tabs running. Um, but if it's supposed to turn off interactive tabs, then it shouldn't matter how many I've got because they're there for research purposes. So when I'm researching something, I have all my tabs open and they're all in a group. That's why I break up my pages across my monitor and across my screen uh, or screens. Um, yes, screens. And um, I haven't really noticed a big difference yet. So maybe it's like got to still get there and it's got to still get into my machine and do some fuzzy stuff. I don't know. But personally, as I said, I haven't seen it. Right. Oh, here's a, here's a kicker. So... Um, if you didn't, or if you own a Fitbit, um, I, I got bad news for you. So Google, who owns Fitbit, um, is doing a push to integrate Fitbit more into their Wear OS. It makes sense, right? When I reviewed the Pixel Watch, uh, it had a lot of Fitbit technology inside it. That was the reason they acquired the company. Uh, but they're going to be axing more features, and these are key features. This is adventures, challenges, and open groups. Now, the community is not happy about this. Um, in fact, there's Reddit posts that are begging Google to at least leave challenges. So challenges, the open challenges, sorry, there will be closed challenges still. An open challenge where you just jump into an open challenge that someone's put up there and you compete against them. So you, you effectively, it's ego. You're competing against strangers. Now, when they close this down on the 27th of March, that means you'll lose your virtual prizes, you'll lose your virtual trophies, you'll pretty much lose everything that you've accumulated in those challenges. Uh, does it suck? Yes. Um, do I understand why Google's doing it? Yes. What I would have thought that they would have done in this whole subscription world that we live in is create a Fitbit subscription plus 
Uh, did you like what I did there? The plus, Disney plus, everything plus. Um, where you could keep these features. So instead of just killing them, I mean, they're already there. They're already in the ecosystem. But I don't work for Google. Google, if you need a consultant, you know how to hit me up. Um, so, yeah, 27th of March. Now, this means you're going to lose all your stuff. So start making a plan B. Uh, Aria, uh, I think you have a Fitbit, mate, if I remember correctly. So now that you've come over to the iPhone, it might be time to get yourself an Apple Watch. Hashtag just saying. Uh, so it's, it's been a while since I've had a slug at my favorite company in the world, Facebook, or Meta, um, and that wonderful Zuckerberg. Um, in the usual copycat style, they now want to look at charging like Twitter does for their blue tick. They've come up with this wonderful thing called Meta Verified. So for your Facebook and Instagram accounts, um, you can now be verified. Now, what you're doing, Meta, is you're basically saying we are a such an uninnovative company that we have to continue copying everyone else. Uh, th that's the message that I took away from that. I don't know if anyone else took anything else. But the idea of being an influencer and or leader or thought processor, etc., and being acknowledged for it is because you've worked hard at it. By paying my eight bucks a month or 12 bucks a month or whatever it is when you convert it to Australian dollars and getting my little blue tick or meta verified, which I promise you I will not be paying you for either. But either way, that means I've, I've achieved something that all the hours of sitting here talking to you, putting the shows together, writing articles for newspapers and magazines. Someone said, hey, hold on a second. This guy knows what he's talking about. He's my tech guy. Uh, no. So that means any single person with a little bit of ego and too much pocket money, yes, kids, can now buy a verified tag. Um, they, they try to spin it with a stupid story about because you're using government ID, people stopping up to steal your profile and that. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have to pay that, mate. You should be taking care of that. So Zuckerberg and all your other little minions, uh, please go back under the rock that you came from. Come up with something innovative and, like, just stop it. And Elon, that's back at you as well, mate. Also, this paying for verification crap. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Rent over. You can see I should have gone to Mobile World Congress. I wouldn't be so angry. Um, well, actually, just a question. TikTok, are you going to be doing the same stupid thing? Because if you don't, then all the people are going to leave um, Facebook, or they're leaving anyway, and Instagram, and Twitter, and come to TikTok. Um, so please, TikTok, take advantage of the situation. Maybe do a media campaign that says, we don't charge. Um, I don't know, but yeah, we'll see what happens. So on to RU game. Now, last week I talked about the fact that Nintendo Switch, uh, using their Plus, <laughs> I think it's called Plus, it was Nintendo Switch Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you can now get the Game Boy Advanced games. What many people probably don't know is yesterday, 20th of February, 1996 is when Pokemon first came out. So he appeared in black and white because that's what the Game Boys were. I mean, obviously, the, the media and the cover of the game, he was in yellow. And when I say he, I'm talking about the little Pikachu. You know, this is the thing, right? Pokemon is not actually Pikachu. I think let's just clarify that straight away. Pokemon are all the little characters that are battling against each other and everything else. And you're a handler and you throw cards and all these wonderful things. Pikachu, who is effectively the official unofficial ambassador of Pokemon in the 
the Pokemon universe is the little yellow dude. But um, anyway, so yeah, that was um, 1996. I, I actually put this screenshot up because it, it's pretty cool. So if you're not if you're not watching the show and you're listening to the show, because I do do it as a podcast and a vodcast, um, it's a screenshot of four. It's 1996, um, 2005, 2013, 2021. 20, Just showing how Pikachu's actually changed, like from his little, I'm going to call it 8-bit black and white in 96 to uh, 16-bit in 2005. 2013, we started to get that that pretty rounded 3D vibe, you know, when, when graphics were moving into three dimensions, but they were kind of like round um probably hence the 3d and then of course in 2021 we have this realism you know animated style uh and of course we've all played pokemon go and and some of the other games well i hope we have otherwise you, you kind of haven't gone through the gaming journey so that was my are you game for the week um basically yeah, i just had to i um just had to reminisce about that because I do remember the first Pokemon on the Game Boy in 1996. Uh, I think I'd just finished university at the time. So it's, and you know what's quite funny is my son says to me, when you were young, did you have color? I think I now know what he means because on my Game Boy, no, I didn't. Anyway, right, Q&A. Uh, I did see a question. Let me find it quickly. Um, Oh, there we go. Right. Nice question. We're talking about Fitbits early, so I thought this is appropriate. Can I use my Apple Watch as an alarm clock without wearing it? So the answer is yes. Now, most people wear their watch while they sleep, so they can get sleep data. Um, you know, they can analyze their sleeping. They can even find out when they snore, if you didn't know that you can. Um, I don't need my watch. My wife tells me when I snore. Apparently, I don't snore. But personally, I don't like sleeping with a watch on, and I also prefer to have it on charge while I'm sleeping so that I have it for the whole day um, while I'm running around, if I'm going to gym, whatever. Um, but you can use it. So all you actually need to do is um, you can put into – oh, by the way, sleeping with the watch on with an alarm clock, you also have the function for silent. And what it does is it just uses the haptics, so it actually just vibrates on your wrist. So that's why a lot of people also like it. It doesn't wake up their partner. Um, they just – while they're sleeping, it just starts going – it also starts to glow, like the, the watch starts to glow as you're getting closer to waking time, just to start bringing out a sleep. So there's some nice features to using the Apple Watch. Um, but how do you do it? So that was the question. So it's very easy. On the actual watch, you go to settings, and then you go to um, general, and you'll see bedside mode. There's a little, little toggle button. Toggle it on, and you're good to go. So now then on your phone, um, you set the alarm. Um, and if there's an alarm set on the phone, the watch is set on bedside mode and it's sitting on a charger. Or even if it's not on a charger, it's just lying next to the bed, your alarm will go off. It's got quite a unique sound. It's a bit different to the sound in your um, – I don't know if you can change the sound. I'm actually not sure. Maybe a question answer for myself. Um, I don't know if you can change the sound. I assume you probably can. But there's a unique sound that's different to the default sound of um, the iPhone. Um, and it – will gently wake you up as well. It starts up with a bit of a crescendo. Now, to stop it, uh, you can press the side button, which is the flat button, um, or the crown to snooze. So if you want to snooze for another nine minutes, just tap the crown. I think the wording does appear, but it's one of those ones, right, if you're just fumbling in the dark, trying to feel for your watch and you're not looking, snooze is the crown, the flat side button turns it off. Uh, 
so yeah hopefully um hopefully that answers it for you um and that will then obviously bring us to the end of the show so uh until next time keep your screens clean and your knob shiny <laughs> <laughs>